Welcome to episode 152. Season 6, episode 28. Of two Mr. P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P. I'm the other Mr. P. Welcome back. Um, we're in July. We're on the home straight, guys. We are nearly, slowly but surely, getting to that well-deserved welcome summer break. And it is a busy one. It has been non-stop for both of us this week, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been a bit of a crazy, crazy time. Um, so... I'm going to talk you through the nightmare that I had um, this week. So I've been doing courses. Uh, I normally put in a couple of courses towards the end of the year because, you know, staff lists are set. You might have staff getting new roles as a computing leader. And if they want a little bit of a starting point, I put some courses on. Um, and, And they've been so far so good. I booked a course in Nottingham for Thursday and then booked a course in Hull on Friday. And Nottingham isn't too far from Hull, so the original plan was finish the course in Nottingham, nice leisurely drive up to Hull, mm. pleasant little evening, possibly even pop to the gym, you know, take some me time, do the course in Hull, back we go on Friday for the weekend. Then about a week ago, the triplets, first parents' evening at secondary school. It's a big one. On the Thursday night. So Claire's like, you've got to come back for it. You've got to come back. And obviously I want to come back. I want to see how they're, how they're doing. Um, so that meant then traveling back from Nottingham, do the parents' evening, head over to Hull. Now, first of all, the parents' evening went really, really well. Um, they seem to be doing really, really well. Um, really even, well. Really well. Really Re- well. Yeah, really pleased with it. Like It's just interesting how different they all are and the sort of feedback. So you could actually go. So Lily and Harry decided to come with us to parents evening i don't know if i'd choose i, I don't well, think i'd ever their choose reasoning was if they come along then the teachers will go easier less likely to go yeah. in yeah i get that you can't really go in on a kid to the parent ever when the parents when the there, kids when there. the kid and pa- yeah so yeah. charlie's well, parents stayed- evening i hope the parents are there <laughs> yeah they're not just going themselves so how am i how am i yeah charlie <laughs> charlie decided to stay at home and it worked out well because he got the best report out of the three of them, probably. Yeah. It was up there, one of the best results in the year for geography. Oozing out of him. Yeah. Geography. Geography, yeah. What erosion. Yeah. Deep he knows his, He knows his Oxbow Lakes, the lad. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, there was re- some really nice comments. Like one of the teachers was saying about Lily being sort of head girl material, like those nice. sort of phrases thrown around. So very proud. Then Claire's like, right, we're going to have to treat him here. Let's go for some tea. And obviously, we couldn't, you know, and still no kitchen. Week week 12 in the half a house that I'm living in. Um, just the air fryer is getting battered. I say it every yeah. week, don't I? Thank yeah. God for the air. Let's take a moment to appreciate the air You've fryer. You've taken so many moments yeah. since air fryer. Um, I can't give it enough credit. It's an absolute... It's up there, I think, it's one of the greatest inventions of you our need to be. You need to be getting to Iceland. Have you seen that Iceland have got an air fryer aisle now? Has it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it'll be that stuff that I shared last week where it's like a chicken tikka masala lasagna. Yeah, well, that's, that's decent. A macaroni and cheese pizza and all that. Oh, macaroni I, and cheese mixed grill kebab. Do you know, I asked her... I don't want to, like, interrupt, but... I'm telling you right now, something that we just need to take a moment to appreciate. You're you're saying air fryers. I'm saying Captain Bird's Eyes chicken dippers. I've been, you know, my lad loves them and, and my little girl does as well. And they are so nice. Like, they are just so, so nice. Really? Oh. What? 
Just the authentic chicken dippers. Because I think the Costco ones are, 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 are mint. Oh, I love the Costco the ones. ones. They do flaming chicken tenders in Costco. Oh, yeah, and they I are bad to, boys. Would you say they were up there better than McDonald's chicken nuggets? What, chicken dippers? Yeah. I, when done right, 100%. Oh, interesting. Controversial, I think. Well, weird one, because I, I remember our, um, our prom, I, I may have touched upon this like, towards the end of, of, of last year, but... The, the vegan nuggets, like the corn nuggets, yeah, right, which obviously the two Mr. P's wouldn't ever order. Um, Speak for yourself. You wouldn't order the vegan nuggets. Do you know what? I don't mind, though. Vegan sausage roll. Greg's vegan sausage Never roll. Never had it. I always think it looks a bit too wooden. No, it's, it's, I don't think but it's But someone bad. said to me, these corn chicken nuggets are the closest thing to McDonald's nuggets that you could have. And I had one, and it just tasted like a McDonald's nugget. Really? Honestly, it's insane. Because don't Aldi do like a, a sort of rip-off McDonald's thing? Well, bacon? it's Aldi, isn't it? Yeah. They, they do a rip-off everything. Um, so anyway, what we were saying there. Yeah, so... Uh, you went for tea. Yeah, we went for tea. Went, you know, treated the kids to a Nando's. And I'm like, I've got to get to Hull. I've got to get to Hull. Now, normally, from Manchester to Hull, you are talking on a decent drive, an hour and a half, hour 40 especially at night and Claire's like oh you leave it you leave it eight you'll be there just after ten mm. latest I was like right okay hitting that flamingo land traffic well I, I got into I got in the car at half eight I put it in the sat nav um, for quarter I put it in the sat nav it came out like just before half ten thought that'd be alright get there for question time a little Honest. bit of question time on Thursday love getting really angry at Such the telly old man now no I just look I, I just love the fact that like you go on you go on and because BBC have to be balanced they'll have like really qualified you know experts and professors and then there'll just be some absolute plant pot who's the only person in the world who thinks there are wander policies good and they've got to give the balance and then you just get really angry like the Brexit special the other week where a woman said she voted out of Brexit because we follow she sat, as she said we follow EU guidance and didn't get up on roofs but in Spain and Germany they go up on roofs that was her reasoning roofs roofs like the roof yeah well, what, what, what's that I exactly I don't know honestly so many people just shouldn't have been able to vote anyway going off on a tangent Set set it off. Should have been an hour and forty. Set off at half eight. Get there before just half ten. Just before half ten. What time did I get there? You got to be adding on another hour and a half. Double. One o'clock in the morning. One That's tough. A M, ladies and gentlemen. One in the A M. Uh, we're talking. Did the you go to the hotel motel Holiday Inn? I, I, I pretty much went to every bloody hotel on the way there. I, I, I there was no motorway. Every time I got on the motorway, the next junction took me off on some absolute detour. Like the M62 took me off Saddleworth right the way round, uh, came back on it near Flipping Leeds. Then the M1 took me off and back on. <laughs> near Flipping Leeds. Near Flipping Leeds. And then as I saw, started to see the, the, the end goal, it was like 20 minutes. You're on the straight. You're on the, you come yeah, off the yeah. M62 onto the, I think it's A38, into Ull, into Ull. And then I got took off the A38 and ended up up near like literally an hour's diversion it was an absolute joke and then what made it even worse was when I got into the hotel to check in the guy checking me in his computer crashed it, it, it was just so, it? oh it was a nightmare it was a nightmare and then it gets even better so on Sunday 
If you didn't hear, both myself and Adam were invited down to London uh, to be guests on the Michael Ball Radio 2 show. Yeah. Now, we, we, we've spoken to Michael before, spoken to Mike before. Yeah, our good old buddy, Mr. Michael Ball. Is he just an on... He, I have to admit, you know, when you speak to people, you know, I think he's very much, you know, an older generation or a massive fan. I've got a, a woman in work who loves Michael Ball. But that guy oozes enthusiasm. Yeah. And he's just such a welcoming, warm, nice guy. Yeah, so obviously we've got the paperback of our second book coming out on Thursday. So we went down to sort of talk about that and obviously the tour and stuff and uh, got our train tickets booked. Now, we've spoken to Michael Ball when the first book came out, but that was over the phone. Mm-hmm. And this time he wanted us in the studio. Um, and I'm not going to lie, I was a bit like all the way to London. You know, I was a bit like that, but... It, it, it turned into quite the celeb spotting trip, didn't it? It did, it did. We, it really we saw, did. As soon as we got to the train station, just walking past us, cash as you like, was Bez. Bez from the Happy Mondays. I yeah. mean, we didn't recognise him at first because he was just walking. He wasn't sort of doing yeah, he his wasn't dance. Doing his, his movements. Yeah, and then I saw a, uh, I saw Gareth A. Davis, which not many people know if you're not into your boxing, but he's like a famous boxing journalist always interviewing the boxers and he there was a show in Manchester the night before so he was on our train and I was like oh no way Gareth A. Davis you, you were just I didn't you have were a clue who he was yeah. so then we rocked up to uh, the studio did we see anyone we? else? yeah we did but it, it's then the studio and then right. obviously it was um, well then in the studio we saw Tony Blackburn Tony Blackburn yeah and the best bit is I've been telling everyone like, yeah, we're chilling with Tony Blackburn in the green room. <laughs> when in reality, me and Lee were sat on a couch and Tony Blackburn was having a drink and he just went, hi lads. And then we went, hi yeah. <laughs> I've been telling everyone, yeah, me and, me and Big Blackburn just chilling. Me and Big Tone, Tony Tone. And then obviously the lead singer of The Feeling. Yeah, he was the guest before us, so we met him as well. Hello. <laughs> So he, we got in the same lift, and like you let him go before, yeah. But and so, he didn't, he didn't thank you, did? No, he didn't. You were like fuming. <laughs> yeah. So it was um, Dan Gillespie sells, obviously lead singer of the Feeling, um, which was the soundtrack. It turned out to our working days at Next. Oh my god! I, when you said you didn't know the tunes, I was like, Surely well, I no knew tunes. the Feeling, but I couldn't name the tunes to hand. I mean, you could just. Yeah, if you worked in retail, the feeling were big on the work CD. Yeah, yeah. I love it when you come, but you never go at all. That was a next stage. Oh, it was it? always... It was pretty much that album was the yeah, next it was, yeah. track, wasn't it? Um, yeah, but yeah, we went in the lift with him and the producer, um, lovely lady, the producer, and then the doors opened and I, you know... Ex, you know, ushered or yeah, after, after you, Squire. Yeah, after you. No, after you to the producer, and then obviously he was there, and I said, "Go for it, mate." And he just walked straight past me, and I was just like, <laughs> "Man is maketh man." Um, but I was he did like, say he was a bit ropey on it. Yeah, I, I didn't realise that he'd stuff. had a biggie the night before. But it was funny because I was saying to you when I like, <laughs> I was going to say something on the radio, just like, "Oh, he was great, your last guest," but he should have thanked me. <laughs> He should have said thank you. And then, uh, yeah, then, yeah, obviously, once we chilled with Tony Blackburn, we then obviously met Michael Ball, and he, he is just such a nice guy. And, and the chat and the response, so massive thank you to everyone who tuned in. Uh, it seemed to go down really well. The books were kind of flying back in the old Amazon charts. It was yeah, very yeah. 
exciting and enjoyable. And then we uh, we got to the train station in Houston in Marks and Spencers, didn't we? Just grab yeah, a quick a little bite, a little bite to eat, a bit of sushi for the boys. Yeah. And then Dev from Coronation, Coronation Street. Street just stood next to us. Yeah, stood next to us. And then this was, I mean, this was funny. So he, he, he pushed in, didn't he? Yeah, he definitely, yeah. He, he def- pushed in the train line and I was like, oh, I'm fuming with Dev. I might just shout at him. Um, I still remember when you, when you had an affair with Gail Platt and then you were like, did he? And I was like, no, he didn't. It was Deirdre. It was Deirdre Barla. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, yeah, so that was a bit annoying, wasn't it? And yeah, because um, he just went, he went down, so it was like you were queuing to go in platform six. He went down seven and cut across. Yeah. Dev yeah. And then And then obviously on the train back, there was some serious made in Chelsea posh. Lads. Lads. He yeah. was just like, one of them, his phone had ran out and he was just like, oh, holy hell. I need I need battery on my phone. Can I plug it in, please? Yeah. And then I was just oh, like... Oh, turn it up. Is that yeah. garage? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. Clip. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, he just kept coming over. Like, But he looked ropey as well, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. There was some um, sore heads. Well, it was Pride, wasn't it? It was Pride weekend in London. It was, I think, WWE had an event yeah, there as well. So yeah. it was mad busy. Um, but here's the thing. We got back to Manchester about four o'clock, and then I had to travel down to Luton, right? Which just didn't organise that because looting's so close to London. I should have, but anyway, uh, half time was so tired because we got up at like what was it six o'clock to yeah, get the train. Yeah. Um, got back, put my laptop bag in my car, got on the motorway, halfway to Birmingham, about an hour into the drive of this four hour, three hour drive, and I'm like, did I pack my case? Did I bring my suitcase with my clothes? I don't think I've, I've left it. I've definitely left it. And I had that moment where I thought, do you think the school would be bothered if I just rock up and do the training in my hoodie? And then I thought, yeah, but you've got no toiletries. You'll stink. So you can't just be dishevelled and smell. Yeah, but an honest little stop at a, you know, a shop would have yeah, done. Yeah, I could have done. Anyway, turned round. So what would have been a three hour turned into a four and a half. <laughs> I'd had an absolute mare this week with my travelling. Well, I really, to be honest, really I, I, it must be, there must be something in the water because I've had an absolute nightmare. So Thursday, right? So Thursday was transition day at my school. Right. So I rocked up for work, um, got out the car. I'd bought a lovely dinner with me and I locked my car, put my keys in my pocket, walked into school. Now, normally when I, um, when I put my car keys in my pocket, if it gets too heavy throughout the day, my pockets, I'll put my car keys in my bag, just yeah. in like the front little zip of my bag, and then I'll grab them at the end. Now, I've been driving now for like seven, eight years, and I have never once even come close to losing my car keys, right? Yeah. So I go to the car at the end of the day, and and I go into my pocket, and all that's there is like my phone, my inhaler, um, and my fob and stuff, my school stuff. I'm going. Oh, I must have put them in my bag. Can't yeah. remember because my son just hasn't been sleeping. It's been a, it's been a nightmare recently. So I go into my bag, no keys. So I walk back through the school, and um, there was a staff meeting going on in the in the hall. So I walk through the hall, and everyone's going, "Oh, what are you doing back?" And I was like, "Oh, uh, I've, I've misplaced my car keys. Like, it must be. They've still not been found. Really? Yeah, it's still not been found. So I had to get the caretaker." to I didn't say get he offered to drive me home to get the spare to drive site back. manager oh, is it, it, you know what someone called it the school I was in on Monday do you know what they called it they called them 
Uh, go on. Psy Agent. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. It gives it an edge, doesn't it? It does give it an edge. Just like Psy Agent. Like, have you seen them? Like, they're throwing, they're throwing litter. Ring the Psy Agent. <laughs> yeah. Ring the agent. Um, but Bring him in. But my our uh, our caretaker is just an double absolute. O hammer. So I appreciate him taking me in, and he, he's a good lad. And yeah, I'm a bit fuming to be honest. It's one of those things where I've started to question like what's going on with me because that ain't really like me. Like I, I don't. I'm, yeah, I don't but you really... are you are ridiculously tired. I think you should put a plea out if anyone has any advice. So why you're not sleeping? Is there anything people can recommend that might help Max? with his sleep yeah so my son's been doing this thing over the past couple of months where he will um he'll go to sleep about eight o'clock and then he's been waking up about midnight and then just staying awake like the whole time so me and my wife have been taking it in like shifts and it's funny because you know kim will do from midnight till three i'll do them from three till six and then I always say, because I'll be asleep, Kim will be like, right, what do you want to do? Do you want to do shift one or two? I always go shift two. And the reason I go shift two is that if Max decides to then fall asleep at half two, I'm having a clean <laughs> sweep. It doesn't happen. But there's always that chance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so my son, my son's, uh, yeah, he's just not sleeping and I am tired. And then, but, but I just, I, I cannot fathom how the keys haven't turned up. And the most annoying thing is, every man and his dog has said to me, ah, oh, they'll show up. And I've gone, but they haven't. And has anyone dead. said like, they're always in the last place you'll, you'll oh, that's annoying. They'll just, they'll, just, they'll just randomly pop up one yeah. day. No, they won't. The only thing I can you know think solution? is chucked them. Get a Teddy Tesla. Oh. Don't have keys, pal. Don't oh, need keys so when you've annoying. got an app. When you've got an app. Smug. So talking about Teacher Tired, there was this thread on Twitter kicked off by Sarah Cox. Uh, Earlier I tried to tap out on the tube with my work pass. Please tell me your best I think I might be tired moment in six words or so. So Dr. Adam Rutherford referred to my female boss's office as her bedroom, as in, I left those papers in your bedroom. (laughs) Uh, Belle said she tried to make coffee with a baby formula machine. In a frantic rush before school, I put my sun cream with fake tan onto my then four-year-old instead of the fact of 50 in error. Had to forewarn his teacher, so didn't think he had liver failure as the tan developed throughout the day. He was lightly Trump tanned for three days. (laughs) As if, as if. I I can't believe you did that to me, mum. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely outrageous. That's fake news. I went into my bedroom with the TV remote and a glass of water. I was supposed to throw the remote on the bed and put the glass on my bedside cabinet. I actually threw the water all over my bed and lobbed the remote control out the window. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's unbelievable. I remember one try when I was on holiday. Um, Now, this is funny. So going back to the day, do you remember when... I mean, I'm still bad for it now. If I message you... And then I've seen that you've read it or, you know, you've had it for a while. And I, I used to send a 
a question mark. Yeah. I was terrible for it. I try not to. Yeah, now. we know. Um, but I remember once I was out, I basically got dumped when I was like 14, 15. I was in France. Which time? It was, <laughs> <laughs> I got dumped. Which and, one? And I remember like trying to, trying to move on and text this other girl and, and I texted her and we were texting and it was all going well. We were texting, yeah. We were texting a couple of times. Uh, hey, you okay? Yeah. Yeah, you? Yeah, you? You've already asked me. It's like that. So then I remember I had this little flip phone, this little like slidey up and down one. Yeah. Little Samsung number. And I remember there was a glass of water on the side of the bed, right? Far side of the bed. And I was in, I was in France at the time with my mate and I've come in and I thought, right, you're getting obsessed here as in like on, on the texts. So I was like, just leave it, just yeah. leave it. So I, so I flipped my phone and closed it and I threw it on the bed, right? And I'm no word of a lie. It bounced off the pillow and landed plumb in the water. In the water. Phone gone. Yeah. Stick that in the Clearly bowl of someone rice. Else, someone else had, had slid in because suddenly I was out. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> What about this one? I tried to send a text on a TV remote the other day. I told the character on the telly who worked, who walked off scene to get me something from the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I knew at that point it was time for bed. That's so funny, that. <laughs> we got to go and get the guy. While she's there, would you get us a brew? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I put ketchup on a piece of toast instead of jam at breakfast when jet lagged. Oh. Oh. Well, you have, you have ketchup yeah, on a... Just bang a sausage on. <laughs> just bang a piece bang of bacon. So- yeah, bang a piece of bacon on. I attempted to make a cup of tea, boiled the kettle, picked it up, went to get the milk from the fridge, came back with the milk. Where's the kettle? Spent ages looking for it, found it in the fridge where the milk had been. <laughs> um, I put hand soap on my toothbrush. Yeesh. <laughs> On exercise in the military and opening a, a packet of Frosties and tipping them into the bin instead of my bowl. Standing at a set of doors waiting for them to open like automatic ones. <laughs> <laughs> we had this one as well on the group. Uh, so Claire, uh, making myself an espresso coffee, pressed the button and walked away to do something else. Returned, realising I'd forgot the cup. <laughs> like oh, coffee everywhere. Coffee everywhere. Uh, I once ate a Barocca rather than diluting. Oh. Fizzy. <laughs> Looking everywhere for the duvet cover I wanted to wash and not finding it until a week later when I found it, I'd never actually removed it, just put a clean one on top of it. <laughs> Do you follow that? That was quite a long winded That one. was tough. Uh, she followed it up with, attempted to brush my teeth with a tube of hair colour instead of a toothpaste. Jeez. High smile. Yeah. Threw my son's clothes into the toilet instead of the laundry bin. I mean, those ones, I'm a bit like, what? Yeah. Years ago, when I smoked, I tried to light my ciggy with a chapstick. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's someone's put a picture here of cereal in a mug, coffee in a bowl. Oh, no. In the middle of my A-levels, I set off to school driving in my car, got five minutes into the drive and started to turn around and go home because I was convinced I'd forgotten my car keys for my car that I was driving. (laughs) I don't know why it popped into my head to remember that vine. I'm in the car. I'm in my mum's car. Get out of my car. Yeah. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) 
One morning, I stuck my hand out to try and stop a train. I'd forgotten I'd complete, completed the bus part of my commute and now I was at the station. Luckily, it was stopping anyway. <laughs> Flipping out. What, trying to wave down a train? <laughs> yeah, stop for me here, pal. <laughs> I spent all day hating my hair and wishing my haircut was today, not tomorrow. And then 10 minutes into my after work run, my hairdresser text to ask where I was. I'm so tired, but at least I know I'm knackered with great hair. Uh, talking of haircuts, um, oh yeah, you've gone buzz, haven't you? Well, no. So I feel I feel really guilty. The Colonel. I feel really guilty. So my hairdresser, I've been going to my hairdresser for well since we were kids. A lot of needle there with me. <laughs> since we were kids, and uh, you know he gave the triplets there or the boys their first haircut. We've been going for months, and obviously since COVID, you book you book your appointment, mm. which I absolutely love. By the way, one of the best. Because sometimes he's so busy. You, if you do a walk-in, you could be sat there for hours. Whereas yeah. now you get your time, you're there, you're done. Um, so I booked us in for today before we did the recording. And then on Sunday night, I got a message off him saying that he's, he's basically broken his ankle, fractured his heel in five places. What so he's going to be out of action. So speedy recovery, speedy recovery. Um, but, Karma. But we we needed a haircut. Like mm. The boys need a haircut. They are l- looking... You know, they get to a point where they just look scruffy. Yeah, so mops. scruffy. Wet yeah. Mops. So we 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 went for another haircut, mm. and I felt so bad. I felt like I was cheating. I mean, is it bad? No, I, I don't. We're going to get into the dilemma a bit later, but I don't think is it is. bad that I went to it because no, not at all. And, and also, you know, because there's a lot of competition about, in where we live. Yeah, there's and you've got to think everywhere. about you know the history of your barber. Listen, he's not, he's got no allegiance to you. Behave. <laughs> he's um, so so, but yeah, I've gone for this other haircut, and it's it's gone a little bit shorter than I normally would. I go. think it looks right. You you Thank were trying you. to like like go. You were looking at me. I thought you'd done something to the roof, and I was like, <laughs> what? And you were like, my hair, and I was like, yeah, yeah. And but I did, I did. I felt that guilty sitting there. I felt like I was cheating. I'm telling you now, your I'm barber, your barber has not given you a second thought. <laughs> He will have done. He wouldn't. He's a good. He's a good guy. He's not. <laughs> he is. <clears throat> I've got major needle. He even mentioned to you, didn't he? Yeah. I just always see your brother. He never, never lets on. Yeah. yeah. You know why? Oh, behave. People will be thinking like, "Whoa, what happened?" Nothing really, but <laughs> it's just adding with his just, silly it's just bad grudges. Bl- no, listen. If there's one thing you can say about me, is and I've said this before and I'll say it again. I was born in Blythe. But I was made in the loyal navy. <laughs> I am as loyal as they come. If you are part of my pack, then I am. I am till the death. And unfortunately, you are the barber. You are. But if someone cr- wrongs you, but then goes like, "I'll buy you a shot," you are their best friend. No, I'll take the shot, but then you know, <laughs> I'll forgive. I won't forget. Uh, okay, right. So uh, we'll get in some features, shall we? Was that everything? I think we've mentioned everything. Obviously. The paperback to book two, This Is Your Own Time You're Wasting, is uh, available to pre-order. It's out on Thursday, the 6th of July. I know some people prefer to get the paperback, so do grab it. A massive thank you to everyone who's pre-ordered. Really, really do appreciate it. Um, Obviously, the two books, perfect time, perfect gift. If you're looking for an end-of-year present for a colleague or a teacher, you know, if you're a parent and you're thinking, what can I get the teacher? I'm sure... not everyone will like it, but I think the vast majority of teachers would find it quite funny. Yeah, I think... Well, listen, book one, 
as we've said, is is a cracker. It was such a big success, which is why we got book two. And book one's like an introduction to us, bit more of a backstory of what how we've come to become, you know, Icy Two, Mister P, and the other Mister P, and then. Uh, book two is very much just an extension of this, isn't it? It's funny stories. Yeah. It's great bants. It's I'm I'm bursting with pride for both of them. Just yeah. just on sorry, are you go still on. go on? No, I was just going to say like obviously. So if you are looking for that special end of year gift, something that's a little bit different, grab a copy of the books or treat that special person in your life to some tickets for our live yeah, tour. Buddy. Um, so. It's going to be happening in October. We are playing some big, iconic venues. We'd love as many of you to join us as possible. We're saying it on each episode, and that's because we want as many of you to come along. Um, you know, some shows are selling really, really well, which we're, we're absolutely buzzing about. And just get as many people involved as possible, whether they work in a school or not. It's just going to be packed full of funny stories. It's sort of a live... Well, the first part, we, we, we were sort of sitting there planning a few mm -hmm. ideas out on the train down. So we've got a real, some funny ideas in the uh, in the pipeline. Obviously, the second part of the show is where we're going to ask me, asking you to share your idea. We're going to try and make it a little bit more interactive than the previous show. But it'll be a night that's uh, hopefully going to be really worthwhile. So head over to the website, twomrpspodcast.com forward slash live. Yes. just wanted to touch on so last week we had a bit of crack and i was talking about something where you link and it looks like you're snogging now this was a bit of a talking point for the old the old audience um and i got a message saying just got around to listening to this week's podcast i can confirm that you are 100 percent correct there was a game where you could link hands and you sucked your own thumb to make it look like you were snogging someone is that a game? And then it said, ICT with Mr. P obviously wasn't cool enough, or maybe kids stayed away from his breath. Cry laugh emoji. Love exactly what the podcast stands for too. One of my favourite all-time messages, that. Yeah, because what Adam's done there is he's planted some fake news earlier in the episodes <laughs> that I have bad breath, which is completely unfounded. If coffee, anything, coffee. if anything... You stink a lot more than I do. I cannot even fathom you saying that. I am always deodorant, chewing gum, aftershave. Every day, anywhere I go, done. You can never, and I mean never, say that I smell. One doth protest too much. No, so anyway, I, who is that? Who sent that message? Oh, well, I'm not going to say the name. No, I want uh, you to name and shame. No, because I'm know, actually... Didn't say leave me anonymous. Name. I'm actually... I want name. I'm invited to the day of her wedding. Uh, after, uh, yeah. uh, and then I got this one saying, oh, what I know. Year two leave. You may now kiss the bride <laughs> with the fingers. Sucking the thumbs. The thing, the reason I didn't play that game was because I was, yeah. the reason I didn't play Look that game is because I was actually kissing the babes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. Hey, man, um, I just suck a candy stick. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah, I got this, uh, this one as well. Oh, what I know. It's a massive oh. It's a massive oh. Uh. What do you know? I don't know nothing. It's a massive oh. Year Two Leavers production is a parody slash comedy about an Ofsted inspection. Year Two Leavers production must be an infant school. All right, I I didn't even know there was infant schools. Yeah, you have Up separate. Up until Year Two. Yeah, so you have like infants and junior schools. 
So you don't get them that often, but like um, Davium was one when I first started working there. I didn't even know. Davium infants and then Davium juniors. So people and then it amalgamated. People would finish the infants and then not potentially go to... No, you'd, you'd have it as a feeder, but it's amazing how many infant and junior schools are so separate and don't really communicate. Like Moss Park in Stratford's... I don't know if they've amalgamated now, but they were separate. Flixton, Flixton infants and juniors, they were separate. They've, a lot are amalgamating, but yeah, there are there are. Amalgamating, infant. you like that word. Yeah. I could feel that word of the day. It was one of the big first words ever learned as a teacher. I was an NQT and I always remember that my head teacher called me in for a meeting and I was obviously bricking it and he was just giving me the heads up about the amalgamation and I was like, okay. <laughs> the, the what? I was like, what does that mean? Um, so yeah. Siri, what's amalgamation? Oh, this, um, was, this was before Siri. Yeah, so Oh What I Know, Year Two Leavers production is a parody slash comedy about an Ofsted inspection we are in our second week of rehearsals with another two weeks until show day. Then who should call on this lovely Friday morning but Ofsted themselves, ready to inspect Monday and Tuesday next week. Um, do, I, do I rant? Do I rant? Do I, do I, do I rant now? <laughs> no. You know my thoughts on Ofsted. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's just funny that they were doing like an Ofsted parody. And I love the Ofsted inspectors who've come in. What's going on in here now? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing at all, pal. Um, so I did a course in Berry this morning, just before I go on, so I just remembered this. So I, I did a course uh, and then I got a text from Good Morning Britain saying, would you be would you be all right to be interviewed about the strikes tomorrow? Uh-huh. So we're, we're recording this Tuesday night. Would you be interested? So I said, yeah, I'm in, I'm in Bury. If you want to come here, I can talk. Can't really do it at my house because I've, I've not got one because of the extension. So anyway, this lady came and met me, interviewed me outside, which was a bit weird because there was just people walking in to the hotel where I was. Obviously talked about talked about the, the, the strikes and so on. And then she was like, right, so I just need to get a couple more shots of you. So uh, I just want to film you walking like down down the path past the camera. Right, so I was like, yeah, sure. I cannot tell you. So I'd, I've just talked for 15 minutes about, or I could do that, no worries, right? Mm. Talking about why teachers are striking. Because obviously, again, this pay thing, pay thing, and pay is incredibly important, but there's no discussion at all about the workload, which is the main reason the recruitment and retention crisis is the way it is. And just to prove that point, um, on my Instagram, because I was like, because someone, I watched something on, I think it was Newsnight last night, and they were talking, and someone said, pay is important and teachers need to be paid more, which they do, I'm not disagreeing. And then her reason was because teachers are leaving the profession to go into better paid jobs. And I went, no, they're not. No, they're not. I reckon there's more teachers leaving to go in, uh, like, jobs that pay less but give you a better work-life balance, mm. right? So to prove that point, that was my hypothesis. Yeah, uh, I put Did on my you amalgamate it. Yeah, amalgamate. But I put it on my Instagram, and it's like, look, if you're a teacher who's left the profession to do another job, does the new job have better pay, same pay, less pay? Right, twenty-nine percent better pay, same pay, nineteen percent, fifty-three percent less pay. So again, right. that for me is another. If that was an ask the audience on who wants to be a millionaire, you're going big yeah, on uh, less on pay. C. So for me, it's that discussion. This is what I tried to get across in my interview is, you know, there's got to be more discussions about workload. And I've said it on the podcast before, even if the government came and to, you know, paid what's been asked, 
you're still going to have those retention and recruitment issues because the education system's broken. And if you think about everything that's happened since the first strikes in February, where you know I spoke on Lorraine and I made those issues clear and then Gillian Keegan came on the next day and she said, yep, we're going to sort stuff about workload. If you think of everything that's happened since as far as Ofsted, the tragic news about Ruth Perry and so on, absolutely nothing's changed. And this is why. You know, like we said last week, I even said it in the interview. I don't know if it'll get played, but I said, you know, things aren't going well for your profession when the government decided to thank the teacher day. Mm. You think we talked about that last week? On the, but anyway, going back to it, the hardest part of that interview was being filmed walking. <laughs> I had to do it about five times because I just overthought it. Like she's, a bit of a strut. I started strutting and she was like, you're going too slow. Do it again. So, <laughs> and then I was like, I, I sort of folded my arms. She's like, don't fold your arms. Just walk naturally. <laughs> it was so hard to walk naturally. Do you know what I mean? Can you imagine? So if someone yeah. said to you, like on film, you're just going to walk past the camera. And you weren't looking at the lens. No, you had to. <laughs> it was so weird. But I found it so difficult to do. You were a wannabe actor. This should be your bread and butter. I found a newfound respect for actors just when they're walking, like extras walking in the background. Because wow. I was like, <laughs> you're watching films now, like, whoa, see that? Like, what happened? You know, the guy in the background. A natural yeah. stroll. He looked like he was really walking there. <laughs> Because I was like, at one point I nearly skipped. I, was, I didn't know where to put my arms. My shoulders were coming all over the place. It was, uh, yeah. <laughs> so tune into Good Morning. Well, it, this won't be out by the time it's out there, but I'm, it could be meme territory. Oh, I hope so. I would love that. Just on like when you're desperate for the toilet and then it's just you like doing a dead awkward walk down the road. Oh, God. Right. Anyway, let's get into some of your stories. Uh, we'll start with this week's dilemma. Help me, I have a dilemma. It's causing more pain than a vinegar enema. Help me, please, I need you to. Mr. P, some help from you, please. A few years ago, when I started my new school, I was a TA in year two, and quickly I built a strong relationship with a few of the parents. Hmm. Is that normal? Uh, I mean, well, I, sp- I, I suppose if you're a one to one. Oh, if you're a one to one, yeah, you to obviously feed back a lot more, don't you? Yeah. Um, one day, I got a random message on Facebook from a guy who I recognised, but I couldn't figure out where from until I remembered that he's one of my parents. For the next week, he would message me with lovely things, but I wouldn't respond. Obviously. Following week, both dads came to parents' evening, and later that evening, I got a message from the same dad telling me that I looked very, in his words, sexy. Ooh. But I see myself more of an elephant that's trying to act skinny when stomping. Jesus, <laughs> give yourself a bit of credit. I once again ignored the message until one day he somehow found me on a dating app and messaged me once again. Somehow found me. <laughs> Stalker alert. <laughs> yeah. Red flag. I told him on the dating app that I'm not interested due to being a child's par- the child's parent and the fact that he's on a dating app whilst married. My question is, how do I approach the situation with regards to his partner as I feel awful for him that he's married to not only a cheat, but an old school sleaze? Oh, that is a dilemma and a half, isn't it? That is a dilemma. Is it your place to, you know, 
get involved in that. I I, I don't know because that could cause talk about school drama. That could cause yeah. some serious scenes. Yeah, and you don't know how the guy will react if it all comes out. It could be. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Make he could it try and turn awkward, it on. Yeah. He could try and turn it on you. But I have to say, throughout the whole story, there, I commend you as your behaviour as a professional. Absolutely impeccable. Yeah, you couldn't. I mean, that is that is the the teacher handbook followed to a T. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've made it clear you're not interested. Um, you know. Even when he said that you looked, in his words, sexy. I mean, that that's a bit of an ick, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Like, sexy. Well, it's like, described as being an old school sleaze. An old school sleaze. sleaze. Who, who else um, is thinking Quagmire there? Yeah. <laughs> I would say, though, um, the teacher that you're working with, I would obviously tell a couple, uh, some of your colleagues. I'd tell Not as, head. like, a gossip. I'd tell the but, head. Yeah, the I'd head. The head yeah. Maybe a line manager. Get obviously explain the situation because you don't want anything else happening, and maybe they might be best dealing with it, or at least letting them know. So, you know, yeah, because yeah, like you said, that situation gets twisted on the head. You're talking about like you know, yeah. gross misconduct or whatever. So, yeah, I'd definitely get ahead of it. And then I would just say, well, one, I would say, you know, give yourself a bit of credit. Don't put yeah, yourself down. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know it's a creepy sleaze calling you sexy but compliments compliment um, <laughs> yeah. I'd, lo- I'd love to be called sexy actually. I know it's been a while uh, I'm talking about myself oh well, I was going to say it and, was just uh, you even longer for you <laughs> to be fair you ain't going to get called it with that buzz cut um, yeah so it, uh, the, the answer dad I would 100% agree with Lee let people know and then obviously if the dad comes again I could I'd give it a bit of a just like if, if he ever tried to like message and stuff again it, just delete and block like you don't have to have a parent's number or be on that dating site I'd just delete report be like this guy yeah. is stalking the living hell out of me yeah it's a massive red flag if he seeks you out on a, on a dating app yeah because you don't somehow find I don't know I, I never use the dating app no, I mean, I've said this on the podcast before. It was literally like a week after I got with Kim. Someone said, have you heard of Tinder? And I was like, no. And they were like, oh, you just, you know, you're swiping. You met. I was thinking, hot diggity dog. <laughs> um, right, so I hope we've helped with that a little. You look like you've got a story. It's probably not as good as Nana Maury's. Tell me your story anyway, I hope it's a hit If it's not good, then I'ma go read it from Chip I hope the people's there too Okay, uh, more of your stories here now So this is a sort of confession Last week, I don't think it was last week It was an episode in May But last week you spoke about your art project being completed by someone else Remember this one at uni? When my whole second yes. year at uni was based on a project. And that caused it to draw, yeah? yeah. In second year, we had to complete a maths investigation and write about it. I didn't get what the question was asking, so I got a family member to complete the entire assignment. I then repeated it in my final year, where I had a complete meltdown writing my dissertation that my boyfriend wrote the entire thing within two weeks by me yelling incoherent sentences at him. It got a better mark than his own non-teaching-based dissertation completed the year before. You know, when people are worrying about chat GPT and teach me, listen here. I saw, uh, I saw a kid cheating. Did you? Oh, it was plain as day. You know, classic little pop quiz, 
just done a just done a PowerPoint pop quiz on your whiteboard, simple, you know, true or false. Yeah, and then uh, nearly every answer was wrong, and I just had a, like like you know just kind of just casting my eye, and every answer I could just <laughs> see is like true, it. and he was just like adding on a little bit to the T to make it an F, then ticking it. And at the end, this kid was just like, seven out of seven. And I went, said to the, te- said to the teacher, right, I went, yeah, ask ask the kid there, like, you know, if it's honest, let's see how honest he is. Because I've just seen him cheat on every question. Yeah. And then, and the, be- the best it was, he got one wrong and saw me looking. So put an X on it, like, wrong. And then I looked away on purpose and he just rubbed out a bit of the, the X to make it a tick and then changed his answer. I was like, this guy. So the teacher came over. Oh, did you get full marks? Yeah. Yeah. Did, did you change any? No. You're and only was, cheating yourself. Is like, any like, self-marking. I love a self-marking maths. Right, we're going to go through the answers. Self-mark. And I just say, you're only cheating yourself. Oh, yeah. You're only cheating yourself because if you're saying you understand it, if you're saying you're getting it wrong when you've not, when I look at it that... Is, it's the classic, isn't it? Like, if, you know, if you get a fractions question right because you cheated, <laughs> we're going to think you can do fractions. Yeah, exactly. I'm and not going to be able to help you. Yeah, when, you, when you're in the test. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't like the story. I keep seeing stories of like schools cheating with sats and writing moderation and stuff, which is just not on. Not on. Right. I know you asked for funny stories, so here's mine from today. Ooh. This was back in March. <laughs> Working on high-frequency word flashcard, HFW, I'm going high-frequency word yeah, flashcards, yeah, yeah. yeah, with a group of children trying to get them to focus on the IWB, interactive whiteboard, so they see the word whilst also hearing it being said. I keep telling them not to look at me, but to look at the board. After a few words, I say, don't look at my face. Do I have cum on my face? No, it was on the board. <laughs> the high frequency word there was cum, if no one's been able to work that one out. Just want to make that clear there. Yeah, we got there in the end. Right, yeah. I've got some... The high uh, frequency word was jizz. <laughs> um, oh, some, I'm sorry, before you get on, I've just got to tell you this today, right? I completely forgot. So this kid says to me today, now I want to ask you this, right? Right. I was talking to a class about, I was doing some spelling with him. Yeah. And then I, I started talking about homophones and I said, oh, you know, uh, this is a homophone. I think it was poor. And I said, poor as in, you know, you've not got many things. And then poor as in you pour a drink. Or oh, cat paw. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Triple. Yeah. And then um, this kid goes, have you heard of harmoniums right so i go he goes um sir do you know what a harmonium is and i went um no i've never heard of that and he looked at me he went pathetic <laughs> right and i went what excuse me i went excuse me right so anyway i'm typing on google harmoniums and nothing comes up said it was like a new musical instrument yeah right so i went ha who's pathetic now Google just backed me, biggest search engine on the net, son. And then he went, Mr. P, Mr. Pathetic. I went, excuse me. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I appreciate the stones. I was like, go on, son. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a... Uh, Mr. I was glad. Pathetic. Mr. Like a Mr. Man. Well, That's yeah. what you'd be. No. Mr. Pathetic. Cheers, Mr. Buzz. <laughs> I heard a story. 
Outcast isn't the place I was expecting it. Ooh, what a gross kid. Why is he doing that? Why'd he put his fingers so far up that cat? I don't think I've ever seen the human body doing that. Gross. Right, some disgustings, some disgustings, right. Uh, a girl in my class brought in her birthday sweets inside a black bag and was given them out at the end of the school day. She suddenly got really embarrassed and went and hid in the toilet. I could smell something coming from the bab bag and sub su subsequently found out there was... Dog poo. Dog poo oh. inside. Inside? It, inside? Inside the bag. No, like she put sweets I know inside. that, but I know, but I'm just like, uh, how? <laughs> well, she's she obviously just grabbed a bag to put sweets in, but it's a bag that has dog, like a like you a know, doggy scoop, bag. poop and scoop. Yeah. <sighs> were this? I mean, the sweets surely were in a like in a pack, because if they're <sighs> if they're free flowing, if that's like drumstick yeah, lollies, in, yeah, drumstick lollies. All right, it's got the case. I know. Yeah, but still, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have a drumstick lolly with a wrapper on that's just been lying in dog turd. I'd rather that than a. Tang fastic Then a cola bottle. <laughs> yeah, a cola bottle. Cola bottle. Suddenly it's all all the same colour. Like, whoa, that's weird. Oh, okay. Um, and it absolutely stank. I had to get all the children to throw the sweets away and wash their hands, telling them that the sweets were out of date so they couldn't eat them. It was absolute chaos. And it's always a memory that sticks in my mind. Makes me laugh at the teacher. The panic there. <laughs> Give me your sweets! They're out of date! <laughs> It'd have been funny if they were like chocolate raisin sweets. <laughs> you know, so uh, let's play a game of roulette. Yeah. <laughs> Roll the dice. Do you feel lucky? <laughs> what are the what are the sweet what's the ones? Toffee chews, chocolate toffee oh. chews. Yeah, could resemble a bit of dog. It depends on the dog, doesn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it definitely does depend on the dog. But I th I, I mean still though. Cause listen, I know children are so innocent and they they can make a mistake and stuff, but have you not smelled that? There must be know, some yeah. sort of issue yeah, with but the smell. Sometimes you can smell that in class and think one of the kids have just just had a had a had a dodgy stomach. Talking about, but the other thing as well is one. I don't know how people. So obviously, Winnie, we've got a dog, and her poos are manageable. Mm -hmm. We're talking a little dollop. Yeah, yeah. Very rare is it? Uh, you know, a handful. Mm -hmm. It's always less than a handful. I swear to God, there's a guy who lives around our estate who's got the biggest sort of like American pit bull. Right. It's massive dog, right? Yeah. And he's well annoying because he just lets it crap everywhere. But I swear it, it craps like a sandcastle. Honestly, it goes up to your knees, <laughs> the amount of crap. And I just think it should be clearing it up, but there's a reason I wouldn't have a massive dog. Well, because I mean, that's got to be one of the... There's, it, there's some dog craps I see that are just bigger than your hand. There's got to be some sort of thing, though, like, I think, you know, we've talked about life advice and we've done rants, and you've done, obviously, a lot of rants, a lot of rants. But one of the biggest rants needs to be about people who don't pick up the dog. Oh, they're the worst people. When in you the world. walk out of the house in a fresh pair of kicks, and then suddenly you walk back in the house, and someone goes, the dreaded oh. moment that someone goes, stepped in dog muck, and then you turn your trainer up, and it covers. It's disgusting. In the gaps. So, but I hate it. I honestly think 
I, I think it's up there as one of the worst crimes. I think... I'd, I'd, I'd give a prison sentence to well, someone. Do you know what I'd do? Up. Do you know what I'd do? Make them eat it. Make them eat it. Yeah. Serve it up to him. <laughs> Serve it up real on a, nice. On a sandwich or just pure... Would you give him condiments? Would you let him spice it up I real nice? I wouldn't let him have, like, ketchup Get with it. it. Put I'd, it in the air fryer. <laughs> I'd, you know, I'd, I'd maybe give him a piece of bread. Maybe. They're the worst people in but the world. But the bread is mouldy. They're the worst people. Because it, do, it doesn't even take much. And, I mean, come on. Just uh, when you get it on your train, is it's the it's a killer. It's horrible. I it, went, I ran out of the house uh, relatively recently, uh, just to grab something from the bin, or to put the bin out or whatever. Something to do with the bins. Yeah, bins yeah. massive. Mentioning the bins again, are you? Adam? Bins, yeah. <laughs> oh god, you got me going now. And then uh, I went out in my socks, my trainer socks. Oh no. Yeah. Stood in it. It was warm. Oh no. And my foot sank into that oh. bad boy. And the worst bit was, even though the socks were like 99p Donnays, just to bin it on first day of wear. So the other week I went out taking Winnie for a walk and I always, we always, we've got a little bag that has a treats in and, and, um, such a dog, doggy bags, like poo bags. And then she did a poo and she, uh, there was no bags. There was no doggy bags. Right. Uh. Now I could have left it. Could have left it. Could have left it. Do you know what I did? Many would. You know what I did? Uh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I killed two birds with one stone. There was a, a an empty crisp packet on the floor. Lovely stuff. So I picked the crisp packet up. Did you open the crisp scooped, packet? Scoop the poo up, and then Lovely. put both in the bin. Well, that's just honest, isn't it? Well, you it's know, honest as uh, if there's any Pride of Britain awards out there, you know, <laughs> I've done my part. I've done yeah. my part. This uh, person, you know, the award and the nominees are. <laughs> This person who's raised £100,000 for Cancer Research UK. This person, he saved three children from a fire. And this guy, who picked up Doug Muck with a crisp packet. And the winner is... <laughs> yeah. Uh, it wasn't the right hey, shout, Pride of Britain, Do you know what, it, though? Never mind. I... I uh, I love like doing. Um, do you know what else? Do you know what else I've done as well in the past? When Winnie's pooed and there's another dog's poo there, right? And this really turned my stomach, but I still did it. You've doubled. As, up. I'd, I've double bagged, yeah. Double. Not double bagged. That's wrong. No. Isn't it? <laughs> double, double, double scooped. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, one scoop or two. Yeah, you're on the old double, yeah. <laughs> A bit of chocolate and Oreo. Uh, sprinkles. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why it's so anyway, And the nominations are... <laughs> Stop trying to earn it. I can't believe he's got two nods in the same category. He's picked up with a crisp packet and he's done a double. Yeah. Um, right, we'll fit a couple more disgustings before we finish, right? Um, I once had a child in year one who slurped up another child's snot on the playground. No relation, just a mate. <laughs> just for clarity. Why would that make any difference? Disgusting is disgusting, and that, my friend, <laughs> is disgusting. Because I'm, I'm, you know, I once had a child. Let's see if this sounds any better. I once had a child in year one who slurped up another child's snot on the playground. But don't worry, they were cousins. Still disgusting, isn't it? It's horrendous. It's arguably worse. <laughs> I was retching. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to go as far as to say it's worse. Yeah. Not that it's good. I think the use of slurping is outrageous there. In terms of oh, slurping, feeling yeah. like you're there 
I think everyone listening to this now will be visualising, hearing, feeling. Oh, don't. There's a sound oh, effect for you guys. That's giving Bit me. of ASMR. Do you know what? I've not had tea and I think I might go without now. <laughs> the, um, Unless there's any dog muck on the way. Yeah, up. it makes you think of like a, a straw, but you wouldn't be able to get. No, but I mean. Well, that's you, a good thing. It never happened with I mean, a paper straw, would I, it? I just not feel getting... like, w- w- why? It's like that classic thing, like, but why? Yeah. Keanu Reeves, <laughs> why? <laughs> and uh, a reception child had a cold and sneezed, causing a long, green, slimy snot to shoot out of her nose. It hung there like a bungee cord stretching down to her forearm. Forearm? <laughs> God almighty. As I turned to get a tissue for her, she scooped it up in her hands and began to mas- massage the entire slimy snot into her hair as if it's the most normal thing in the world. Oh my God. Do you know what I thought you were going to say? Like moisturising a f- cheek as like face of, evol- what is it? Evoliation or whatever. What's that word? I mean, exfoliation. Would it, would it, would it be like hair gel? Would it then well, it, solidify? Well, it depends what she's called. It'd be like, there's something about Mary. What do you goss, goss in your hair? Oh, yeah, it looks nice today. Thanks, did it myself. Yeah. Did it yeah. Oh, Thanks. Goss done it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is... That is grim. That is really, really grim. I know. It's not really... It's... it's. I mean, I'm not best with the poo stories, but snot is, a, is one that just does I make mean, me I mean, where go would open. you rank... So where would you rank, obviously, we, poo, sick, snot? They're the four biggies, aren't they? We... We's you could the, add blood in there as we, well, can't bl- you? Yeah. No, we won't go, we won't go too dark. We, we's definitely the easiest. Yeah, I'd say we's probably... And then I'd go... I'd go we... We... I'd go we. I don't know. I've never had I'd go to we, encounter we though. We snot. As in like. Poo sick. That's best to worst. We snot poo sick. Yeah. Like if 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 a child like has spat on the floor or something and I had to wipe it up, it'd be disgusting. But if a child has laid an absolute log. It's so, it's so distracting though. Do you ever have it in a class where you just spat a child out the corner of your eye and you can just see the biggest sort of slimy snot just working the way yeah, down. Yeah, I, I can't. And you, so, and you, and it's a dead hard one because they, some kids just don't notice it. I never know how they don't know. Like especially the ones that are looking at you and as they're breathing, it's, <laughs> yeah, going, it's going out and, and down, in, out and in, just popping to say hello. But you right? don't, you don't really, <laughs> right? you don't really want to say like, do you need a tissue? Because that draws attention. Yeah. I always go over and just put one on the desk, like. But sometimes they're just sort of looking at me going... Do you know like, when, do you know like when the classic like dads who, who go for meals and they go, can I get the bill please? And they, and they write out the cheque. I do that. I go, tissue. Go get the tissue. Go, 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 go. Just, just grab my nose just like, that. go get the tissue. Um, I, I don't think I'm too bad with sick actually. Oh, I, I, the, the, smell, the smell's the worse. Smell's than, bad, yeah. The smell, but yeah. Um, Weird convo. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Only on this podcast, I suppose. Right, we'll have one more disgusting before we wrap up. We were once doing a production in our local church. The church was completely full of parents and village dignitaries. Sorry, parents, governors and village dignitaries. You know what a dignitary is? No, but some big words on this pod tonight. I know, yeah. My class... I love it. (laughs) Big words, poo sick we, ranking them. 
The only other two Mr. P's. <laughs> what is it? Kiss, marry, kill. Snot, poo, wee. Um, I'd have to marry poo. <laughs> My class sat at the back waiting for their chance to shine. My TA spotted a boy giving another boy the E.T. pointy finger. On closer inspection, the boy's finger had a brown substance on it and he was trying to wipe it on the other boy's face. Poo finger? Yeah. My TA rushed over and took the boy out. It was poo. He had a poo finger. Ah, poo finger. Mattier thought he must have had an accident, but no. So where did it come from? They were not wearing shoes. So we can only conclude that the boy went digging. To this day, we call the boy E.T. short for extra turd. Oh, I like that. There's a bit of a, bit of a mystery there as to where he got the poo finger Fair from. Home. They were not wearing shoes. So where did it come from? Oh, so it, yeah, it not walked in it. They weren't wearing shoes. Oh. I felt like, that was confusing me there. Yeah, so, oh, so what was it? I thought, he, was he not? I think he's, was he not he must have just gone, yeah, he must have just got, he must have just gone, yeah. Like, yeah, like digging that credit way, carded yeah. himself and then, <laughs> and then just, then he had it. You know what I mean? Yeah, they went digging, they went digging. I love Dinging that. Dinging for golden nuggets. Two finger. <laughs> My stomach's shaking and it hurts. <laughs> Oh, God. Right, thanks, guys, so much for listening. Sorry um, if you feel ill. Yeah, sorry if that's just completely turned your stomach. We do apologise. We've only you, got two apps left. You keep sharing these stories. You keep sharing these disgusting stories, and we're going to share them. We're going to read them out. Oh, yeah. Real we, loud. We love them. Um, so please do keep sharing your stories. If you've got a belter, if you're coming to one of the shows, let us know, because we are collecting stories that we're going to be sharing in our tour. Oh, and there are some crackers. There, there, there's some absolute beauts, to be fair. Unbelievable. Um, uh, so yeah, you can get your tickets for that. Don't forget to pre- pre-order. Well, may well be that the book's out by the time you listen to this. So go and get a copy of the paperback of book two. We'll be back next week. Thank you very much for listening, and have a good week. Yeah, and if you have a dog, pick up the Third, will you? Oh yeah, do that. Do that. Do that. Even with a salt and vinegar, salt and vinegar flavored that as well. What the crisp? The crisp packet. Fair play to you. Congrats on the award. Thanks. (laughs) 